Welcome to Ask Sam. I tell you what, um, this is the show where we tackle real estate questions and wealth questions. And I tell you what, um, I'm thinking of expanding the show. I was talking to uh, my good friend Marcus yesterday, and I think, I don't know, maybe I want to hit the streets and do lives um, in the morning. And uh, I don't know why I'm sitting behind the desk. So potentially, our Sam is going to hit the streets and we're going to look at real estate and uh, wander the streets like we used to. i tell you what, um, uh, today's question, what about the Byron Bay marketplace? Uh, will it fail or won't it this time? And of course, what that is referring to is in the GFC, a lot of smaller communities, uh, coastal communities. Good morning, guys. Uh, coastal communities, regional uh, marketplaces suffered pretty horrendously. Even the Gold Coast, which is a fairly sizable place, uh, in the GFC 2009, 2010, it lost um, a bucket load of value, yeah? Um, we saw some towns around Australia, uh, you know, in the last downturn, which uh, which really was linked to the global financial crisis of 2008, you know, fall horrendously in value. Cairns, uh, Gladstone, Townsville, um, you know, the Gold Coast, uh, Perth. A lot of these marketplaces um, got pretty cut up and Byron Bay was one of them. And in fact, uh, during that period, say 2009, 2010, Byron Bay was you know, for the most part, 50% off um, in price against market. So it was a great time to buy. Will uh, Byron Bay uh, be a bit of a fad or does it have some foundations to it? Of course, why we talk about Byron Bay, it's an interesting experimental marketplace. Some people call it the, uh, the new subtropical Monaco. Yes, is attracting the world's uh, rich and famous into the marketplace. And as such, it is now gentrifying at such a rate. We call that turbo gentrification. Yes. So will Byron Bay actually, uh, you know, obviously drop in value because it's a bit of a fad marketplace or is there is there some credibility behind the values? Of course, Byron Bay median property value is more expensive than Sydney's median property value. We talk about Sydney being the most expensive marketplace in Australia. Well, actually, Byron Bay is the most expensive marketplace in Australia. And of course, for all those people who got into the Byron Bay marketplace when it dropped 50% in value, they've done really, really, really well. Um, so there's some lessons inside, I think, the, the, the conversation around Byron Bay. It's got, uh, for the most part, great urbanity, great coffee shops, lifestyle. It's got, obviously, great tree change. You know, there's beautiful national parks around that precinct. And it's obviously got, you know, the coastal dynamic that a lot of people are looking for today. But uh, when we study gentrification, really, gentrification is its own cycle. It's, own, it's very secular to, to the rest of the marketplace. And in other words, it's very independent of, of uh, you know, whether the markets go up, markets go down. And Byron Bay is, is really at what we would call turbo gentrified. And what that fundamentally means is people now are getting displaced 
out of Byron Bay who are typically long-term residents of Byron Bay. Today, a school teacher on a school teacher's salary can't afford to rent in Byron Bay. It is going through this transformation of wealth. I was just uh, talking um, to a Byron Bay local and they uh, explained there's a, a famous Mexican restaurant in Byron Bay and they can no longer afford to operate because they are not capable of attracting low-skilled workers into the Byron Bay economy. Uh, low-skilled workers, you know, things like, um, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, a coffee shop worker, right, a, a waitress, a chef, a cook, they don't earn huge amounts of money. And the problem for that restaurant is because those, uh, you know, the way restaurants are structured, they... Um, you know, selling some some nachos. I mean, how much is a nachos? Twelve bucks. So you're going to sell a bucket load of nachos um, to to obviously increase the wages for those low skilled workers. So the the problem is those low skilled workers can no longer live in the village, right? And so they're not attracted to jobs there. So what is occurring is interesting, right? We saw this in in Bondi. You know, you you end up seeing, um, you know. More expensive restaurants take the place of the taco guy. Um, taco boy's dead. Um, it's the end of taco boy. All of a sudden, you see, um, you know, more polished restaurants come into the, the the area, and of course, that is this idea of the wealthy, um, you know, having a more expensive taco, so to speak. Turbo gentrification. So back to the question. I don't know if I'm waffling here. Back to the question. Um, why the Byron Bay market won't fail this time, why it won't drop 50% in value when things, uh, things cool off um, like it did in, in the GFC is really turbo gentrification. The wealthy have decided that this particular village is worth uh, owning and uh, the great fight for real estate ownership is continuing there. We won't see those people uh, leave that marketplace and uh, it's here to stay. And I think, um, you know, obviously it's attracting some some pretty interesting characters, the Hemsworths, um, you know, obviously Hollywood socialites, but also, you know, you are seeing some Ivy League, you know, Sydney and Melbourne people who are A-graders um, owning real estate there. And some of them are just owning it and locking it up and they'll continue to do that because the return on investment there is really, really strong for them. And, uh, you know, it is it is become, I guess, the Hamptons of, of what, uh, you know, New York has the Hamptons, um, Australia has Byron Bay. So amazing um, to see uh, the transformation over really the last 13 years from its real market low around that GFC period to now really the wealthy um, really controlling that area. For us property investors, is there some lessons in this? Yes, absolutely. Um, and this is where I teach the idea of live, work, play. Marketplaces are going to be uh, mini versions of Byron Bay. They may not uh, get the extreme price growth of that we've seen in Byron Bay and Wadigos and places like that, but absolutely you know, today, if a market or a suburb or a location or a street or a neighborhood has uh, great livability, great uh, connectivity to, to the ability to go to work, 
Um, great playground and look at the playground of Byron Bay. It's got beaches, it's got parks, it's got coffee shops. Um, that playground, urban pl- playground is very, very valuable. Um, so for me, you know, as a deal maker, I'm, I'm looking around these areas where, you know, you can find these value propositions in this kind of live, work, play marketplace. Um, you know, I was just down in Melbourne and I'm looking in a certain pocket of Melbourne, which is kind of like my, uh, I think it'll be my new secret place, which I think is just amazing. You know, it's connected to the beach. It's connected to urbanity. It's connected to parklands. Um, and it's good value. It's, it's a mini Byron Bay. And Byron Bay is now a mini Monaco and uh, it will continue to be that way. What does that mean for locals? Um, who typically have, um, you know, I don't know, done local stuff, um, sold crystals and smoked weed and uh, eaten tacos. Um, well, that gentrification or turbo gentrification is now pushing many of those good people out of the, that area and they need to go now and find alternative places to live. And that's just the sad truth. People who decide to rent, marketplaces that are going to be um, overrun from turbo gentrification. As a property investor, it's quite good for us if we can get into that. Um, Obviously, you know, you could argue the good bits and the bad bits about that, um, but, you know, um, from a social standpoint, but it is what it is, right? Money talks um, and bullshit walks, let's face it. So money's talking in Byron Bay and, uh, you know, I know for many local people, they don't like that at all, but it uh, is what it is. And so we can follow some great tips from from really the story of Byron Bay. Really, how do we replicate that, <clears throat> you know, in Sydney? How do we replicate that in Newcastle? How do we replicate that in Geelong or Melbourne or, or, or Hobart, right? So just think about what is unfolding there. People are really uh, connected to this live, work, play marketplace and so um it's a good example how we also at five hundred thousand dollar level four hundred thousand dollar or six hundred thousand dollar level can follow what has occurred so uh hey i'm off this is a three minute show and again we failed we're at uh, 10 minutes and 38 seconds failure uh i'll catch you tomorrow maybe you'll be in the street i want to hit the streets want to get out of uh yeah doing this uh, in this environment. So maybe you'll you'll see me out and about doing this uh, into the future. All right. Uru.